0: All right, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, we're back one more time with Brendan. Once again, Brendan is the founder of Master Talk. He coaches ambitious executives and entrepreneurs how to become the top one communicators in their industry. And he's also a popular YouTube channel host. And he does master talk with the goal of providing free access to communication tools for everyone in the world. And we are privileged to have him here today to teach you moms, dads, parents and guardians, how your child can be a more effective communicator and how you, too, can become a more effective communicator so that both you and your child can become the best version of yourselves. So without any further ado, here is Brendan from Master Talk. Brendan, thank you for being back with us once again.
1: Of course, Stan. The pleasure is absolutely mine. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, we left off with Rockstar Communicator. There's just something about that title. I, I just have to dig into that a little bit more, brother. So uh bring it all. Tell tell me about Rockstar uh Communicator. How, how how can we be a rock star?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Stan. I mean, to be honest, I just got really lucky with the URL. Because my business partner just found it on GoDaddy and it was only $10 a year. So so we got we got lucky there. But basically what it is, is it's just a free training. I do a resume every few weeks so people can have access to me and, and see me coach people for free on the call. But for me, what being a rockstar communicator means is doing the things that most of us aren't willing to do. Because most parents, they don't really think about like, oh, our our child should be really, really good communicators. So the parents who are thinking that way can give their children an advantage in life, can really help them get better. Even if it just means doing the random word exercise a few times, even if it means doing a few other things, like having them give presentations for things that they want to buy and encouraging them and showing that leadership by working on our own communication skills ourselves. These are some of the ways that we can not just make ourselves rockstar communicators, but inspire our children and the next generation of leaders to do the same.
0: So one of the things that we had discussed off, off channel, uh, is to, to get people, particularly children to expand themselves by becoming a uh, better communicators. And, and one of the things you said that you do is to, Whenever a child asks for something, and we and we know children are always asking for things, this, this, and this, uh, around their birthday, around Christmas time, and all times during the year, can you get me this? Can you do this? I need to go do this over here. Can you pay for this? Rather than just give them a yes or no, there's an opportunity there for the parents to grow their child as a more effective communicator. Talk to us about
1: that. Absolutely, Stan. So the strategy that I teach, essentially when, when your kid or your child comes up to you and says, Dad, Mom, I want to get this toy. I want this chocolate bar. I want something. Instead of just giving it to them or not giving it to them, you want to respond with, explain to me why I should. So have them give you a five-minute presentation with slides explaining why they should why you should buy them what they're looking for. And what you'll find after the times is the kid will go, it's okay, I don't want it anymore. So in that case, you'll save a lot of money over the course of your kid's life. <laughs>
0: Who doesn't want to save money?
1: Right? So that that one tip, if you save a chocolate bar every week, that's a that's a few hundred bucks right there. So we just made some money for our parents. But in the off time when the, the student, when the kid actually really wants it, they'll put in the effort to create that presentation. You'd be surprised how badly when, some, when a kid wants something, they'll do it. I'll give you a funny example. It's a real story.
0: Okay. okay. One of
1: the first kids I ever worked with, let's call him John for the purposes of confidentiality. And, and John really wanted a dog. And he said, Brendan, I'll do anything, but my parents don't want me to buy me a dog. And I said, okay, let's make a great presentation. So he spent six weeks creating a presentation that was amazing. He talked about how dogs could make the, the house better. He talked about all the chores that he was going to do, the market value of each of those chores. He was crazy. He said, okay, mowing the lawn is like $5 an hour. I'll do this once a week for a year. I'll do all this. And he convinced his parents. He got th- They got him the dog. That was it. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> so – if in getting our kids, uh, because I know this, uh, it's not just like going on, turning on a spigot and then boom, they're, they're tossing down presentations or anything like that. What would be a good way to start them off uh, to, to, so that they can go along this road and, and build up their skills?
1: Right. So the key is, to your point, it's not overnight, it's definitely over time. So what I would start kids by doing, Stan, is definitely the random word exercise. That's the easiest way to get started. Pick a random word, start giving presentations over time, and that builds up people's confidence. That's the first piece. The second piece is doing a miniature version of the five-minute presentation. So if the kid is like seven years old, obviously, maybe a five-minute presentation doesn't make much sense. But it could be something like this. Write me two paragraphs. On why i should buy you this and give a presentation you could read off the paper make it easy for them right it could just be a small thing and you can make it harder over time that's the second piece and the third piece which is the most challenging for the best kids out there who are, who are doing both is sending video messages to people that they love so you have them open their phone or open your phone and teach them how to send videos to other people on social media and have that your kids send like your aunties your uncles video messages going you know i love this about you i love the, and it's super fun because you know when the parents receive this other relatives receive it, it really makes their day when an eight-year-old sends them a video message which is very rare i don't think a lot of us have received something like that no, so no. the-
0: what a simple way to add value uh to your relatives uh people that are special And you're not talking about just getting out there and and, uh, showing off to your friends or talking about everything. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that put way too much out there on social media. You're talking about uh, direct, pointed, words of affirmation, praise, thanksgiving, love to your relatives. Uh, That can't help but to grow your child. Correct. Wow. Simple. It, it, it is definitely, definitely simple. So tell me this, uh, Brendan, How can parents, because you know, social media uh it's a tool. And it's a tool that could be for ill or it could be for gain, or or it could be a positive thing, or it could be a negative thing. But too often it's negative because people I've seen boys get on YouTube and, and uh, find some videos that they got no business in. I've seen some making videos that they have no business uh, making. And so, how can parents take uh, something like YouTube or Rumble or something like that and, and make it a, a positive thing where the parent can interact with the child?
1: Yeah, great question, Stan. So, I would say in the context of social, I would start with the video messages. I think that's easy, right? And it really helps people disseminate impact. I think the second piece is being intellectually curious about why they want to create social media content and asking them thoughtful questions around it. You know, the reason my my mom supported me, she was hesitant at the beginning too. Why are you making YouTube videos? But because my purpose was clear, hey, I want to create communication tips for the world. She She's my biggest fan. She watches all of my videos.
0: Yeah, but you wanted to help other people, okay? Right. You want to go out there and be for other people so she could get behind
1: that. Right. So so in the context of, of our children, A, I mean, the most important thing we need to do is set the example first, right? Mm-hmm. What, what are we doing on social media? How are we creating content? And that's what our kids will mirror in some way, shape, or form. But I think the other piece is also being thoughtful about presenting our children with the right role models on YouTube, on the social media platforms that they can learn from. And the key is if you get inspired by the right person, you get the right result. But if you get inspired by the wrong person, you get the wrong result. And and that's the key is being super thoughtful, but also not being afraid to compromise. So for example, because I want to be specific what I mean here, Stan. Let's say I had a kid. And my kid came up to me and says, I want to make prank videos. I wouldn't be against that. It just depends what type of prank videos are we making here. Are we making like very silly, easy things that really don't cause people any harm? Because I would be super open for that because it opens their creativity. Or is it something that's very off-putting to people? That we're really hurting people. What is what is the the lever here? That's why as parents, and I feel a lot of us don't do this enough, just in general as human beings, Stan, is we don't ask enough open-ended questions. So when somebody goes, I want to create YouTube videos, we generally respond very binary. Yes, you can do this. No, you can't do this. Versus why do you want to do this, John? Why is that important to you? I'd love to hear more. We don't do that enough as human beings, let alone as parents. And I feel if we do that more, we can have those nuanced conversations that allow us to find a compromise that's healthy for everybody.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's good to have fun, but you know, sometimes people have fun at other people's expense. You know, I, whenever I, I, and I'm a mischievous person. Okay, so if if I'm up to mischief, I also have something for the individual. OK, and so I to give you an example, there, there was a good friend of mine, uh, uh, you know, in, in college that was around his birthday. So we threw up a party. And the way we threw up a party is we we moved everything out of his room. And so, oh, no, well, the college said you had to go. They just came and moved everything out, you know, and for a little bit. He was he felt like bummed out. Then, you know, we started bringing everything back in. We brought in gifts and and, and we had music for him and everything. And, it, it turned out to be a memorable, memorable deal. I, I think we have to be cautious when we, if, if you're uplifting people and you're being positive to people, or you just being silly for comic relief, because everybody needs a a, a good laugh, and sometimes it's good to just laugh at, at ourselves and, and watch other people watch that example and say, "Oh, okay, yeah, it's good." Sometimes that we. We laugh at ourselves, but in the end, you know, we're lifting people up or doing what you were doing uh, where your mother approves that, hey, man, you're you're out there trying to elevate yourself business wise uh, because you've taken this. You've taken your social media and, and you've turned it into a business and a successful one at that.
1: Absolutely, Stan. I definitely agree. And I appreciate you saying that. But I think for us, the lesson is more give give the people in our life the space to mm-hmm. be who they want to be without harming other people. I think if yes. we can just draw that line, then we can we can be successful. And that's what I try to do with my little sister. Right. You know, there's some nights that she wants to go out that my mom is like, no, 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 don't go. Don't go. And I just go. Why don't you go like that? And she does nothing wrong. Right. So I think the key is more, we need to create that space and have those thoughtful conversations. And I feel a lot of those thoughtful conversations are missing right now.
0: Oh, most definitely, my friends. If conversations are being held at all, much less Correct. thoughtful conversations. And maybe uh, we get busy. We're busy as parents. We got this, we got work. Oh, we get home. You got things to do around the house. you got chores. You got laundry, cooking. Uh, getting your kids prepared for the next day of school, plus whatever homework you got going on. There is a lot in life, but Bobs and dads, we cannot fail to communicate. And that's why I brought Brendan on here today to emphasize that point. Am I not correct, Brendan? We, we, we cannot fail to effectively communicate.
1: I, I completely agree, Stan, is that, effective communication we'll make mistakes along the way but yes. the key really is to try to make that little extra effort because if we just do the random word exercise, that's the only takeaway people get from our interview today i'm a happy man because at least we're doing something because the problem right now stan is the education system is sucking out the creativity of our young leaders and the reason is simple The reason we fear a communication stand is because all of the presentations we give when we grow up as kids are mandatory. You never get to have a choice in the matter. You have to present. That's one. The second thing is they're always different. You never get to pick the topic that you're passionate about. Do you like soccer, Billy? No, it's not like that. It's you got to talk about Shakespearean poetry. What? And you got to do that. And then the third piece is every presentation is tied to a punishment. So if you don't do a great job, you lose 30% of your grade, even if you're a 12-year-old kid, which is crazy to me. And that's the problem that we have in our society, is even if the education system is going to try really hard to suck out the creativity, to suck out the love that people will have for communication, we need to prevent that from happening as parents, as educators, as thought leaders, as leaders in our community. We need to be proactive with the education about our children communication, whether it's in a free way or a paid way, because a lot of the strategies... That's what I want to emphasize today. A lot of the strategies we talked about today don't cause people to die, right? And it's just about their time and to leverage it effectively. And You
0: know, even my kids, they came up and they had to do some of those uh, Shakespeare presentations and stuff. <laughs> when allowed to do a little creativity in how they presented that, <laughs> it oftentimes, you know, it had great results. My kids really learned you know, what they were being taught there, whatever Shakespearean play that they were going through. But at the same time, a, a little creativity on how you bring that about uh, can make a market difference on whether the child is successful about. Hey, moms and dads, now you see why I bought Brennan here today. You know, uh, yes, he, he coaches executives and entrepreneurs, but he felt that it was so important to take some time to speak to parents about how to have their children become more effective communicators. And Brendan, I really appreciate you taking the time to be here today to help my parents out and being an awesome, awesome guest. Thank you so much, Sam. It's such a pleasure. Uh, you're more than welcome. And I'm going to be going to a little bit more of a different format here at the beginning of the year. I, I will be looking to do more panels and things like that. And I would hope that, you know, if, if I reach back out to you in 2023, I can bring you all to be part of a panel to talk to my parents about communication. I'm sure we
1: can figure something out. Absolutely.
0: Outstanding. Well, Moms and dads, before we go, I want Brendan one more time to tell you where you can find him out there on the web.
1: Absolutely, Stan. So two ways to keep in touch. The first one is go to YouTube.com. Type Master Talk in one word. And you'll have access to my YouTube channel, hundreds of free videos on how to communicate ideas. And number two is sign up for one of my free trainings over Zoom on communication that are free. And you could sign up for that at rockstarcommunicator.com.
0: All right. One more time, parents, I'm going to have that information in the podcast description so that you can click and go right to uh, Brendan and go right to this uh, content that he has there for you. So until the next time that we get together, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, Moms, Dads, and Guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parody podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was what said by two time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared, it's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That's why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent.
1: God bless.